We're not great at boundaries in this nest. You know that, we know that. Let's get better at it. Like a sparrow building shelter with branches for its young. My mother built a nest with love for her little ones. My grandfather told her, doesn't matter what you have. The only thing you need for life is each other's helping hands. Never the empty nest, my mother always says. Everybody, and welcome to another episode of Never the Empty Nest. I'm Vanessa. I'm Jackie. And I'm Nicole. And today we're going to be talking about boundaries. Eek! What is that? What is that? <laughs> In our family, it's like, what is the, what are boundaries? Yeah. Which is why we're talking about them, because we're bad at them. We're bad at them. But, you know, the questions are, you know... How important are they to the bound to the to the the I have m- words are bad today, guys. You're gonna have to help oh, me, out. me to too. the survival of the nest. We can talk a little bit about why words are bad today, but how important are boundaries to the survival of the nest? And then also, is there a way and a moment in which you can have too many boundaries, and that wall that you build up gets so thick that then that's also detrimental to the nest? Yeah. So. Those are the questions. And first, you guys, how are you? Well, I'll go first yeah. because you <laughs> yeah. guys have more to say. All I have to say is that my mother, who you all know, lives with me now. Uh, I told her, you can be here with me. It doesn't matter. No, she's in the living room of our small apartment. And uh, she says, come here, come here. So I go and she's facing our little terrace and she says, look how funny. Uh, There's nothing out there, by the way. I only plants. And I say, what happened? She says, look at them. They were talking, talking, talking. And now look at them. They're kissing each other. Look how they kiss. Oh my God. (laughs) This is all in her mind. Wow. There's no one there. Yeah. So obviously I had to decide whether to tell her, as I sometimes do, no, mother, that's a... And I said, oh, I missed it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I said, I always missed it. I'm going you now were- over there. So if you call me, I can't come. But yeah, today she's seeing things. Well, well you know, not today. Like it's been getting well, progressively uh, yeah. worse with that. I mean, she saw the- a blonde woman... And she's like, sorry, Vaughn, I interrupted you. Go ahead. You can go. Talk um, about the blonde. No, I was there. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I live in LA across the country from my sister and my mom. They're in Miami. But I was just there working. And one day we were in the living room, my mom and I, and my dad and my grandmother. And she's like, who is that? And we're like, what? She's like, behind you, there's a blonde woman sitting there. Oh, shit. Yeah. Didn't I didn't tell you that. this. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I also have to talk to you about a dream. But okay. Uh, with my mom and papa, because Vicky, Vicky told me to tell you, because it has to do with water and the, a boat. It's really weird. It's crazy. What? Yes. Yes. And apparently it was like the same night. Okay. It, you're uh, going to yeah. have to tell me, well, what if this blonde woman was in the boat in your dream? Okay. No, we're going I, off, I, off yeah, bonkers. No, no, super off bonkers. But anyways, yes. That, that was only one story of many 
Because there's one thing to like see Papa because I'm, hey, she might see him. He might very well. I, I think you know, she does. You know what I mean? I think she does. But yeah. to see, like, she already had started, even when Papang was around, saying, you know, there's people in the garage watching us and living in the garage and looking at my window. And mom had to, like, get these crazy, expensive, custom made blinds put on all over her windows. And she got well, really paranoid. But so now then it told me, you think you're solving the problem, but you're not. I knew that. For sure. Someplace else, she's going to see other people. Uh-huh, it's true. So now she's seeing these people well, at least they're out making there, it out. or yeah. the blonde woman in the in the living room. But at least you know they're not what? bad I don't people. Care. <laughs> I don't mind. That's she's also doing very good. so much better. She also saw kittens, remember? I went oh, right. and they the had house babies. and she was like, yes. she was like, look, you just missed it. There was a cat right here. I don't know where it is now, but there was a kitten right around here. And then the cat had babies and it's been a whole thing with the kitten. The invisible kitten. There's no kitten, guys. But I told her that my friend came in and took them home. Well, if anything, we learned from Papang's dementia is that the doctors always said to just go with the flow instead of, you know, go uh, oppose, you know, yeah. Yeah, what yeah, she's yeah. saying. And I also agree what you're saying, Nick, that they're all positive sort of light fluffy yeah, things, that's a good which are thing. kind of nice. Yeah. Um, and also, I will say that Ignacio made a really funny joke yesterday because Taika, we were in the bed it's all, we were all sleeping together and Tycho was like, he's afraid of the shadows now. He's kind of realized that there's shadows that come onto the windows of the palm trees. Mm. And he's like, there's someone in our window. <laughs> and I was like, no, they're the shadows. So I go and I show him the shadows and whatever it is. I like literally open the window and show him the shadows. And then we're back in the, in the bed again. And he's like, papi, papi, there's a gorilla in the garden. It's really, there's a gorilla and Ings was like, well, that's okay. And then he disappeared, the gorilla, and he's like, oh, maybe he went with Mamang's cat. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and only me and him got it. Well, it was pretty funny. Ignacio's really funny. <laughs> yeah, yes, he is. He's like, well, the gorilla has gone with Mamang's cat. Yes. It's going to be okay. But so boundaries. Yeah. You know, between cats and blondes and <laughs> gorillas and houses. So I was reading, of course, this article by a, a marriage and family therapist named Elizabeth Earnshaw. And she says, I'm going to tell you what she says boundaries are, and then we're going to go through what she considers the six important boundaries in a life. And obviously, we're extending that to in a nest. And then I think we, we talk a little bit about all of them, because we all have examples of this. So she says boundaries are what happens when you can sense yourself and what you need and want and access your voice to speak those things. We all have limits and we all experience violations of our limits. And what she says is that essentially people don't try intentionally for the most part, unless you know you're a sociopath, to violate your limits. It's just that they don't know them. And so the whole thing is like you speaking out for your limits, like, hey, eh, that's really uncomfortable for me, you know? And then people usually back off, you know, it's a conversation. So she says that these are the boundaries, right? These are the, the ones that she lists out. Physical boundaries, emotional boundaries, time boundaries, sexual boundaries, material boundaries, and intellectual boundaries. So I figured we'll go one by one and like sort of hash these out. Like the physical ones are obvious. They're mostly about like my physical space, my personal space of which we personally have very little of we're all up in each other's business and like very touchy-feely but you know 
right now I just came from Young Arts, which I'm on the panel for. For the, it's a really awesome organization of like young kids who submit a bunch of work and. I'm on the writing panel, so I read all their applications and all the writers that are doing that have to be in the same room right now. And, you know, it's COVID times. So they gave us these lanyards and the lanyards said they tell you everything with the color. They're like, how what's your COVID boundary? And this is really interesting. So like if you pick a green one, you're like, whatever, hug me, kiss me. I don't care. Lick my face. I'm fine. And if you pick a yellow one, it's like, um, I'm like sometimes really comfortable and sometimes I'm a little skittish and sometimes whatever and the red one is like please don't come near me with literally a six foot pole yeah it's like a street light Uh, yeah please stop go away like stop stop over there once you see the red that's your sign please that's where you're stopping you say hello right so that's an example of like how they're dealing with those physical boundaries which I thought was really interesting that is yeah so I don't know if you guys have examples of that of dealing with that good or bad physical boundaries. And these are like food, sleep, like when people, you know, like are food pushers, that's a Well, you were talking about the food thing. Yeah. Can you talk about it? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Go ahead, Mom. I mean, what is a boundary? When I think of boundaries, because everything you're saying, Vanya, makes sense. When I think of boundaries, I think of limit. So obviously in and I'll speak for myself, in my nest, I say there are no boundaries because there are no limits. Mm -hmm. How I see it and perceive it is that when you know yourself or know thyself and know the other, we learn what the other person likes or dislikes. And, And because there is no limit, we're super open about saying yes, no, this, that. This other stuff that you're talking about and COVID particularly is something so physical. Yeah. Yeah. That I guess I, what I opted to do, which is something against my nature, or but because it's so serious, the people around me know that I wear a mask mm-hmm. inside because I'm, and I'm vaccinated, I'm vaxxed, I'm boosted. <laughs> um, yeah the whole works, but not everybody is. And if I go into, I went, you know, this has been the month of firsts. I went into my first meeting in person in a conference room, Mm -hmm. you know, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, people, some people there, I did not know. These were very professional people. And I asked, I said, is everyone in this room vaccinated? Because I I was wearing my... I, I that's said great. It. That's a set. That's that. I a, said, is everyone in this room vaccinated? Mm-hmm. And uh, the you know the other side. Let's just say the people who I didn't know uh, said we are. And I said, okay, we are too. So that's great. Boom! I took off my mask. Yeah. And obviously, we were in a big, nice, ventilated room. We were yeah. not there for such a long time. But there, I understand to be very upfront about. But you know, mom, something that you're saying right now is so interesting because as you're talking, I'm thinking to myself, right, and sometimes we want to push our boundaries and like surpass limitations. And some it's like two things. One, how important it was to be like, this is my real boundary and I have a very real like, this is COVID. Yeah, and I have mm-hmm. a family and I have a person who's old at exactly. home seeing kittens, okay? Exactly. Like you need to, you need to very listen to me. It. I yeah. know. But at the same time, 
you were going a little cuckoo banana yeah. and you were like i cannot see another human ever i have a triple yeah. red lanyard yeah mom took it to a whole three, other level three red lanyards and yeah. um <laughs> there's also like red things on my fort like i'm i'm yeah. a big yeah. red thing and i can't go anywhere and it went kind of crazy and i think that you also were like okay there's a discomfort here in pushing my limit in my boundary but that was also important to do because you had to take that meeting and also you came to our show and i say our show because she came the first social outing happened a couple days ago in two years she, the first social outing that my mother has had in two years was to s experience the hybrid show that she's actually in um and that matt corey was our producer also uh worked on and did all the sound editing for and was like super amazing on and you went to that show because it mattered to you a lot and i think that it was really actually beautiful and she was very scared but then she sat down in the audience with her mask and it was and good and you feel better right because i too was um on more of the mom side but not as freakish but i was mm -hmm. very 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 because my son has underlying conditions and he's not vaccinated yet and i this whole thing was trauma is traumatic it's, it's, it's like fighting serious. this trauma now that i have and, and i don't want to feel bad because i'm following the rules number one yeah and I always err on the side of caution. And yes, and some people kind and, of make fun so, of your boundaries, right? It's like, well, as long don't, as don't I'm wearing, I'm vaccinated, I'm yeah. boosted. I there were people there that took off their mask outside, and I did not take off my yeah. mask. It's okay to I. do that for some people, and for me, because it is. That made me feel safe, right? And then you don't have to. You don't have to. And, take it and off I myself. and I shook hands. Did you see that I shook hands? I did. I did. But of course, I had my spray yeah. in my purse, and but I sprayed you know, all of you. Yeah, Sometimes, I just I think yeah. it's so interesting about like the double bound, like the boundary is important, but it also marks something. Like, why do I have this boundary? Right, it needs to be respected because I actually feel these feelings. But also, why do I have it, and does it need to be so intense? You know what I mean? Um, there's a lot. There's a lot. Nikki, you were gonna say something. No, about this whole COVID thing that it was, it's been, at least for some people, a traumatic experience and really hard to like, I was like, I have like agoraphobia. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, boundaries I'm are created legit, out of trauma. Yeah, I was really, I went through waves. When it first happened, I was like, well, you can't stay, you know, away from the world. And then, it, you know, that shit hit the fan. And then I was like, okay, I'm not leaving my house. And it's very, very uncomfortable when, when you, because it happened to me, yeah. are trying to follow science mm -hmm. as it goes this was yeah. very uncertain right so the yeah. best thing that you can do is you err on the side of caution reduce the risk that's all we can do reduce the risk reduce the risk right mm -hmm. and having other people people from my family push yeah, yeah. their yeah. i don't care mm -hmm. my mask can be underneath my nose i can go into your so it was really hard for me yeah to 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 yeah. impose this well covid really yeah. tested people's like respect for others people's boundaries right i think like it was really yeah. you could really and it built and it built a lot of them and then it sort right. of like took away some i mean i think yeah i think well, i just went out too for like a, a month ago for the first time uh, remember you were here vani i know i have popped and i was so freaked out and Vicky and Vane were like, you can do it. <laughs> I know. It's okay. And, and I, I said, if I listen, if I don't feel comfortable when I get to this restaurant outside, I'm leaving. 
but I'm going to try. I haven't and done I that yet. The host, I called the hostess. Yeah, I remember. And I was like, um, where's this table that I'm going to be sitting on? Let me explain something to you. I haven't left my house in two years. and I'm very nervous, blah, blah. She's like, don't. It's very away. My children are in the room now. Hi, guys. <laughs> both my kids are home. Joachim is there are had no a boundaries temperature. Now. I have zero boundaries. They're both on top of me hey, right now. Hey, Lily, do you want to say hi? Say hi into the mic. <laughs> hi hi and joaquim do you want to say hello do you want to say the name of your favorite dinosaur <laughs> okay 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 and moving on um okay so that's physical boundaries and there's a lot there and especially with covid i feel like covid times exploded that but there's a lot of there, you know there's a lot to be said there outside of even the things that we're saying one other fun one is material boundaries because that boundary is essentially like when you have something like your car, your clothes, or oh. something that you really don't want to lend, you know, you're yeah. like, mm, yeah, I know that you're important, but I don't want to give you that. You know what I mean? Like, I know you need a car right now, but I don't want you to drive my car or whatever that is. And Nikki, my material boundaries have changed Yes. I used to be very, very open and super like where we get what my closet, your closet, my car, your car, the la la la. And then slowly but surely I started to lose things and, you know, it became a thing of like, man, I really want to, but I can't afford to keep giving away my clothes, you know, like yeah. um, I went through certain, well, you, um, I mean, we could talk about that. But we should talk about it. Because I think um, part of it was my fault. Yeah, well, um, okay. Uh, for, yeah, a few, a few times. What do you mean a few times? I only thought of one. Yeah. What are the few times? Well, <laughs> this is when we had to throw all the clothes okay, away. I'm gonna, I know, yes, but... The main one, the main one is um, that my okay. sister went on a trip. Um, we were both living in LA and she, you, I don't know where you went. I don't remember, but, um, you went on a trip and I didn't know. And all of a sudden I see my closet. And I'm like, where are all my nice clothes? Where are my nice things? Is, are you going to talk about Mercer now? Uh, I think this is when that happened, right? Oh, there's two. Di- see how there's two different things. <laughs> okay. So you're thinking of when you were in LA and you got Mercer and you had to throw away all, uh, you, but you had used, I had used a couple of, of your clothes. items. Right. Okay. So my on sister, that trip the week before we both have, we should just say that we are like, we love clothes like we are very snobby and love good clothes so we will have less things but they're good things like amazing super stylish whatever and it's preferable to like like these few things versus the many right so my sister also you know she had this uh, like I don't know what it was at the time. It was like a jumper and something else. And I was going actually to this award ceremony in Miami. I think you're thinking of the same day. And I took her clothes, I guess, without telling her to this thing. And I wore it. And it turned out I had this like burning sensation in my leg. And that turned out to be MRSA. And I don't know if you guys know what MRSA is, but essentially it's like this like bacterial infection that cannot be killed because like our antibiotics have made it so insanely strong i ended up in the hospital for three days with on your birthday on my birthday with by myself because nobody could touch me because it's highly contagious because i had pneumonia because my mom had pneumonia and i had a newborn i had lily as a newborn lily was newborn i was totally by myself my sister was at home (laughs) with a newborn my mom had pneumonia all all in la and i had an intravenous high doses of antibiotics like preposterous ones um plus they were like digging into my the infection of my foot and like 
it's excavating and I'm not in my foot. I'm sorry, my leg. Anyway, the point is I had worn my sister's clothes throughout that weekend that I had been away and somehow had, you know, developed MRSA. And um, she, I, we were like, we should probably get rid of this because they were like, this is so contagious. And like, you shouldn't touch anything. Like they freaked us out. So then eventually we threw away those items and my sister was left without them. So all that for lending me her, not even, she didn't even lend them to me. I took them. Yeah. Well, at the time, I, you know, I was like broke at that time and working at Bloomingdale's, you know, yeah. so I, I had really nice stuff because I got, you know, deals and all that. So I was like, my All Saints, you took my All Saints dress. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I ugh. like, you know, it's not even about the material thing. It's just like, oh man, like. Yeah. Ugh. I have tried over the years to like, be like, here's this thing and this thing and like recompensate. Uh, y- you also left my leather jacket in a bathroom stall at college yes. in Irvine and it was from Spain and it cannot be replaced. Yes. So this is a thing. And so we now have a clothes boundary. And now every time I go to my <laughs> sister's house, I'm like, can I borrow like, just this? just ask. And yeah. I promise that I will bring it back at the end of the night and vice versa. <laughs> it's <laughs> not it. only you. It's that I ha- I've had several like issues like that with other people like I want to borrow this dress and then they dry cleaned it and ruined it it wasn't supposed to be dry cleaned and it was a good intention but it was like now you just ruined the dress I've worn once that I loved and you know it was just like a lot I was like man I don't want to be this person but now I have to be this person with the boundaries of the clothes but it's stupid but I have that boundary too like we were on a trip the other day and someone asked to like use my jacket and I was like "Mm, okay <laughs> you have to say no. You just, I know. Okay. We have a problem saying no, I think. And I was like, I really don't want you to, but sure. yeah. And yeah. I don't know why. Like, I'm so, I don't care about a lot of things. But right now, but it's probably because of the germ thing. It's the germ thing. It's yeah, not, yeah. Right it wasn't now it's because like, of the COVID thing. It really yeah. wasn't. It really wasn't even like yeah. about anything else. I was just like, oh, yeah, you're going to wear that. I don't know. I, on your body with your like boogers that are going to go on it and like. I just had this whole mental thing and I was like, oh, okay, fine. And then I thought, okay, well, she'll just wear it and then I'll just take it from her and put it into my bag and then it'll go to the dry cleaners. Straight to dry cleaners. Yeah. <laughs> so that whole thing happened, but I could have just been like, no, but then I would have been, obno- I feel like it would have been so obnoxious. I feel like I have so many mixed feelings about material boundaries because yeah. I'm also not, I'm not attached to material things thing. really at all. And we've never been, no, it, because we've had, we've had a lot in our lives and then we've had bankruptcy and we've lost everything. And so I feel like- put this into perspective you're talking about in the age of covid <laughs> in this very case. personal yeah. things and well but we that story with vanya was not during covid so it's no? both yeah but it was mersa it was but still it was yeah yes you're, you're right you're right you're right it was still about you're like right. don't give me your infection there was just a time period that vanessa just did not respect my things <laughs> <laughs> well there was a lot so, of time periods in which you did not respect me or my things but we're not gonna I go know. Like, it's fine remember i'm laughing you, about it yeah there was a moment where you made me jump out of a car a well, i didn't car. make you do anything mm-hmm. yes uh, but it was your fault that, well it was not my fault it was my friend's boyfriend's fault yes mm-hmm. that was fun that's okay yeah that's, that's fine that Wait. was a really long time ago i was like 14 mm, yeah yeah i was 14 i still remember it because when you move when you jump out of a moving car you remember it <laughs> well that was really traumatizing <laughs> for me too because i didn't know what happened to you like, well we what happened to and me I was like, no i mean like after you th- threw yourself off the car i was like oh my god did we just run her my sister you're over 14 and i was 16 so we're neither of ages that are sound of mind no and your stupid friend 
yeah really stupid friend first of all they made me go get them at a really late hour of the night and it was all like a secret thing and i hate that and you know it was the one with the car and we were coming back i was coming back from a masquerade ball at the school they were like Bennett, just like pick us up why are you being such a pain why are you doing that like why can't you just pick us up okay and i was like oh my god i'm exhausted i had been without sleep it was that time I was like straight A student studying all the time, yeah. plus in all the things. And like I was in this masquerade ball and it was like day and night. It was a lot. I was really yeah. tired. And I was like, I'm really tired, guys. Like I'm really tired. I'm not to be driving. So but in, it was like, you need to pick us up. So then I picked her up and all her crazy, crazy friends, which we can agree that they were freaking crazy. And her stupid friend decides that it's a funny thing to tell me that there's literally a cockroach on top of of me in the car that there is a cockroach about to fall on my head and without thinking because i'm like 16 and half asleep i <laughs> jump out of the car. she opened the door and jumped out of the car <laughs> well, what mothers don't know yeah yeah and jumped out of but the i car. will say i, and I mean my I, car, and then her other friend got in the car who doesn't know how to drive and pressed yeah the reverse she pressed yeah. reverse and they instead and she of slammed go. into a tree yeah, and my and sister then we thought that away. they ran me over. Yeah, I did. I I started crying. I I literally was freaking out because I thought that the tree was my sister, and so I was freaking out. That was a really scary second. But anyways, I was a really annoying teenager, so I've already apologized for that. No, I know. Just like I've apologized for your jacket, but whatever. You yeah, exactly. Know, boundaries get broken. Well, and we're then. talking about <laughs> examples here. So, anyways, yeah. <laughs> moving Any, on. Anyway, yeah, exactly. And not only that, I've always felt bad about the jacket. But if you're older, you're like, hey guys, no, I can't pick you up. And mom, of course. Hey, they're out late and they're in a place and you have to go pick them up. You know, like if you're older and, you know, know Not what is stupid. It's, yes. And, and can say, can advocate for yourself, you know. Can we talk about time boundaries? Because I think those are really hard. Mom, mm -hmm. you split your time with a lot of people. And like there's this, you know, thing about like time boundaries. Like I have to say no to things or I have to you know, say no to certain people. Like sometimes you become like the Mother Teresa of the lost souls and you were like, this person's spouse died and now I have to be with them by their side forever and like make sure that they're okay and feed them every day and take them to, you know, and then anything, they, you know, like that sort of thing and that on top of all the things. So can you talk about time boundaries? Yes. If you can give me 30 seconds because my mother uh, is calling me oh, okay. and I think she's having... <laughs> She's, she forgot that I told her that she could come in here in this okay. room. Hold on. Okay, so we can move on to some... Well, we can say something else. We'll move on and to let her do that. Yeah, but yeah. We could, we could talk about um, emotional boundaries. Yeah. Emotional boundaries are like when you... What do you, what do you think about emotional boundaries, Nico? Um, I mean, I think it's important to know everyone's emotional boundaries. I mean, like, I, yeah. everyone has a different... Um, level of sensitivity, sensibility. I don't know what the right, the correct choice of word is, but I'm sensitive. My kids are sensitive. Yeah. Not to the point where I, I mean, I really hope not to the point where people have to walk on eggshells with me because I really don't, you know, that's not something I. I'm back. Oh, hey, we're talking about emotional boundaries and being sensitive. And um, oh, I just mom said that, is super sensitive too. Yeah. My, you mom guys is, are actually, yeah. this is a good thing to have amongst the three of us because I think sometimes I appear insensitive. We're, I think we're sensitive in different ways about different yeah. things, which can yeah. be troublesome when we're talking to each other about certain things. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like sometimes yeah. I'm like, Vane, you can be super harsh. 
Yeah. And the way you say things, right? Because there would be things, and this is where you have to have empathy, because there would be things that I wouldn't care about hearing, you know, like, oh, that, just say the thing. But I realized that that's not the best for, for everyone. We, <laughs> sorry, we just, <laughs> can, mom, can we just say what we just saw? Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nikki's trying to do the, I open my eyes and you She's have to literally do what like I'm saying, giving the but... face of death and quietly screaming. Because yeah. they're get running out. in the room. I'm miming like, get out. My husband is doing a super good job, guys. Guys, I have no one that? here to to like tell them to be quiet. So it's like the dog and the kids and Lily, Lily, Lily doesn't have there? Because there's no school today for Veterans Day. So Lily's home and then Joachim is not feeling well, had a fever this morning. And then the dog. So it's like a lot going on right now. And it was like uh, all unexpected stuff. Anyways, moving on. Boundaries. Yes. I think that it's just a matter of learning who each of us really are and things change in different times of your life and sometimes I apparently am a highly sensitive person yes and there is such a psychological profile mm -hmm. and I am it although sometimes I appear not to be because I've learned I mean in the professional world you sort of have to you know toughen up But I think that if, if we're just empathetic with each other, yeah, that helps. And if we're honest with each other and not feel that we have to uh, walk on eggshells around each other, which is what it may feel like to you guys, I don't like that at all. Because I've always said, say what you feel, say what you think, but some things I'd rather not hear. <laughs> 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 say what you think unless i don't want to hear it i don't want to hear that because i am so you see i don't watch local news well i don't either yeah i read the news and i like to stick to the global news and obviously how we stand in the world because they are such tragedies one after the other and people some people turn on the tv listen to the news turn off the tv And, and it's gone. For oh, me, yeah, it I stays cannot. with me. Mm -hmm. I can't sleep. Me so too. I've opted for not hearing those horrific stories. That's something that I think that you just have to talk it out. If you girls are going to say something, let's just personalize it, right? Because everybody's different. But if you girls, you're dealing with a highly sensitive mom uh, person. And so I just have to tell you, listen... And you have to know me better, and I have to know you better. And the better we know each other, the less limits and boundaries we need around our relationships. For me, right. that's very important mm -hmm. because I do not like and I do not know how in our nest and our close nest of friends, I mean, there has to be a place in our life where we don't have to measure things and, and say, mm -hmm. can, I go, can I do this? Can I do that? Can We're I just, afraid you know, to say something, how can you I feel. Let it go. This yeah. is how I feel. It's super important. I really love that we have no boundaries within our own little nest. I know yeah. that you have to be careful with other people's feelings and there's people you don't know as well or not as close to, but at least us, we always grew up that way and I've always felt very free to say 
whatever I'm feeling. Yeah, and I think that's that's really important because not every not every relationship is like that with parents and children. Like I've you know, it's not like that. It's sometimes I see a dynamic of a family and it's very formal and very like, well, I can't say that. To I my know, mother, or I can't say that to my father. And I, you know, everybody has a different family dynamic and all to be respected. But there's something. No, I respect that. that. I just love. can't deal with it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I can 100% respect that everyone has different boundaries. That's what we're talking about. I'm just saying us. Yeah, I wouldn't know how to you know what I mean. And there's super value in that. Because then where do you where do you release that? And where do you actually hash out the things that actually lead you to empathy? Right? Because sometimes someone blocks you before you can get to empathy. Yeah, yeah. Someone some sometimes you are blocked. Because someone is, you know, feeling something immediately. And you're like, okay, and then you don't have the opportunity to gain the empathy, to understand that boundary, and therefore not only just respect it, but also speak around it in a way that is valuable and builds another friendship and then perhaps brings down that boundary. You know I think I mean? in society, in society, we have to respect each other's boundaries. We also have to listen to each other more. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the world has become uber, uber, uber boundary and sensitive mm -hmm. where you can't say anything without being canceled. And that's yeah. a problem, um, I think. Yeah. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine the other day and I'll ask you girls, mm -hmm. do I get, <laughs> I'm almost afraid to ask, oh boy. <laughs> but I believe, all right, that I, I was telling my friend, I always say how I, with the girls, it's like in my head. I always tell them what I think. Mm -hmm. Well, th this is what I think about that. That's what I think about that. Yes to that, no to that. I always give them my opinion. I think it's my job to do that. And obviously they're adults and they, they're going to do what they think is best, which is always the best thing to do. Mm -hmm. But I do not get involved in their marriages. Is this a true s statement? I do not get involved yeah, in your, your relationships. Friends. Oh, oh, in my and our marriage. In yours, you know that's yeah, what, what does even that mean? Like, but because I was talking to my friend, and because she has grown children who are also married and mm -hmm. and and have children, says, "Oh no, no, I don't speak. I don't. You you stop being together. You stop learning about each other. You stop growing." And I respect that. And but I I told her, "Oh no, I I, I talk. I talk, and I say." Yeah, and I think that's really important. I, I, I hope to create the kind of nest within the bigger nest, like meaning like the the little nest of of my kids inside our bigger nest of like I'm gonna tell you whatever you want, and you tell me whatever you want. I mean, we're obviously always conscious of each other's feelings, and so you find ways to say the thing, but that's different than I can't tell you. Right. Well, that's how exactly. you teach your kids to communicate. Of because course. If, yes. oh, exactly. if you're afraid to talk to me and tell me what your feelings are and you're feeling that I'm such a witch, well, you have to tell me that mm -hmm. when you're little and, and you did, you know, and I, yeah. I would I would just tell you, well, just tell me what you feel, tell yeah. me what you think. And then w when you go off and you did... And and then you you try to help them reframe that. It's important yeah. to say exactly what you so feel important. without hurting somebody else. You're sort of bleeding into like intellectual boundaries, yeah. which are because mm -hmm. you know people build ideas out of entire lives of you know the, their specific and particular lives, and they have a particular idea. It's very hard to cross the boundaries of ideas sometimes, but sometimes 
that's the most necessary thing of all and the hardest thing to do. I mean, like we were talking earlier about this Chappelle show mm -hmm. controversy, like the the closer. There's a comedy special by uh, Dave Chappelle on Netflix, which essentially is about cancel culture. But it's also makes a lot of jokes that are like, you know, transphobic or against the trans community. And there's been a huge amount of controversy. Backlash. Backlash, or, controversy, yeah. mm -hmm. lots of things mm -hmm. happening on Netflix and whatever. The thing that I find the most fascinating is that People are having commentary without actually watching the entire thing. Right. That's a problem. And he actually does come to a place at the end of that. That must be watched in its entirety. Which has to be seen in its entirety. Which which is like, are we blocking ourselves off from story, from narrative? Yes. If you and block someone thing, from saying exactly yeah. to the end of their story. And sometimes the end of the story is not in that conversation. Yeah. His whole thing is about like, let's talk to each other face to face right let's hash this out yeah let's hash it out like let's talk to each other face to face and not punch down which is what the the trans community has said that he's doing like he's punching down but he's saying actually he's essentially crafting this whole thing with these like terrible terrible jokes at the beginning they're like the worst you know what i mean like it, actually intentionally i think in this one uh, yes he you know, it was intentional he's like, i'm gonna yeah. go all the way here so that if you're here by the end you know, maybe we can come to something here about like what it means not to punch down to me, which is a very interesting thing, like because he's like, you think that I don't have the the actual suffering as a black person in the United States, which he talks about a lot, and the intellect and the crafting of this thing to actually like, can we can we hang on here and actually have this thing that comedy is supposed to do? Mind you, I understand that some of the jokes are deeply offensive. They are. A hundred percent, yeah. And but, they're, I mean, they're a little like old school. Yeah. But I almost feel like all of that's intentional at the beginning mm -hmm. to get to, to make this his moment. point. Yeah. Which I think people have to watch into the end. I'm not going to give away. All I can say about that is that I'm glad I watched it. I'm glad Me too. I, I watched it to the very end and I didn't mm -hmm. know. I can go down the rabbit hole with words. And what does this mean? And, and look for the other one and look for the other one, trying to search for meaning. And as I was watching that, the end is the meaning. I mean, it was clearly a well thought out conversation that he made. And it's about cancel culture. It's about like, 100%. when are boundaries too much? Exactly. That's, I'm glad we're talking about that because there is a big problem with this whole cancel culture. And you cannot use aggression to get rid of aggression. You can't use hate or th threats to get rid of hate. And th you know what I mean? Like th that makes zero which is, sense to which me. Which is paradoxical also because he's using those jokes that are actually offensive. You know, I know. It's so complicated. It's very complicated because what mom is saying is you actually have to have a place to be able to hash it out to hash yes. all of it out you have to hash it out and i yeah. think that there's like family does that and i think at the end he talks about a tribe and his is like the tribe of comedy mm -hmm. and there has to be like this space where we could like just hash this thing out and be like here's everything i think and it could be totally freaking wrong you know and here's everything you think and here's all the messed up places in between mm -hmm. i believe that if you don't hash it out and I like the word hash, hashing it out because that means that it's raw. And it's actually the breaking of a boundary. It's yeah, like it, you have to be raw to get to the truth sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, to, and to understand that in that hashing, uh, for me personally, 
when I have had a discussion with the girls or an argument and and I go and I say exactly how I feel and then they tell me exactly how they feel, you know, many times it takes me to the next level of understanding. Yeah, we recently, I don't even remember what the argument was about. We recently, during COVID, had a horrible fight, mom and I, and I can't remember what it was. And I was like, I remember hanging up and telling Iggs, something broke. We're broken. <laughs> oh, when you told me not to go to your house. <laughs> oh, that, what was it? Why was it? It was COVID. And oh, I, what was happening no, was here something. that I had to leave my house? I had nowhere to go. But, but there was something, there was a reason. COVID? No. No, 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 no. no there no, was something no. additional to that. It was okay. like. So if then obviously Vanessa over. It was really bad. It was a terrible argument. You majorly, majorly overreacted, and I majorly overreacted. And it was a yeah, huge we over, thing. we both overreacted. Yeah, but it was like it caused internal sobbing and. Mm-hmm. But here we are, and we've moved on. We hashed it out. You talked yeah. about it, and the point is. The, but I think that's right, Nikki. I think the way you feel after is like, are we going to survive this? Yeah. And then you're like, yes, you are, and you're going to. Well, be of course, for it has it. to. You have to survive it. Your family. If you stop there, you're fucked. You if can't. We stopped, you if can't we start canceling each, you can you can't, never you stop can't. there. Look, we got into there was a horrible family fight at mom's house when I was there in the summer. Or was it what was it? My aunt, my grandmother. It was like this Oh yeah, yeah. About the death. Big showdown. Yeah. Well, someone was dying, some yeah. And yeah. uh you All know, right. you can't just like stop talking to each other or just like no. cancel each other because I hurt your feelings that day. Like we're gonna continue to yeah. hurt each other's feelings sometimes. We're gonna say the wrong thing. If I would we're gonna have been cross her, the line. Hi Maman. Hi Maman. If I would have been her <laughs> Maman quieres de quieres decir algo? Quieres hablar? <laughs> She's laughing. <laughs> you should bring her so to much the mic. Better. Bring her to I, the mic. I don't well. care that she sees things. She is, I mean, Dr. Shu. If you're in Miami, go to Dr. Shu. He heals all the things. Her. She's suing. I mean, she wasn't, she was going to die. <laughs> she says, I've left you alone. <laughs> I left you alone to do your thing. As she yes. strolls behind. <laughs> As she strolls behind. and Mom, why don't you just let her say hello? Well, she might not want to. Oh, okay. Well, she says there's like a courtyard over there. Yeah. Full of people. Full of people. <laughs> Making out and <laughs> doing all kinds of things. They're macking. Which brings us to sexual boundaries. Our last oh, topic. Yes. Our last boundary. <laughs> Yeah. Um, which is really complicated and like yes. honestly I don't even know if I have the energy at this point at the end of our episode but it's clear that like you know it's essentially you when you're just it's what we've been saying this whole time like when you're just meeting someone you you well always but you need to ask permission of you know course. to to trespass a person's it's not just physical it's sexual sexual boundaries are different for everybody um, yeah. one of the things that we talk about that's tricky is Latin men Ha, like we talk about this like what's the difference between like hello can i kiss you now hello may i have yes. sex with you now and yeah. like you have to have all that and i'm not really not making fun of that you need permission yeah. you do I'm, I'm really not like you need all of that but also latin men sometimes you know like when it looks like you are gonna do the thing they'll just grab you and freaking make out with you and that's great sometimes yeah they're caught in the moment and you, go spontaneity for it. yeah yeah which is yeah. not the same as not 
asking permission. This is complicated. This is it's very complicated. complicated. It's super complicated. We're not going to talk about this for this episode because this is too long too much. of a. We, this is one whole episode could be talked about sexual boundaries because it exactly. includes all of this. It depends yeah. Yeah. what relationship. Yeah. yeah. When in that relationship. Yeah. yeah. Even what it is, because like you could be married forever and like, or like, or even just with someone and it's like, mm, do you, I've been thinking about this thing and do you kind of want to try this thing instead of just trying this crazy ass fucking thing? I mean, not that I'm saying anything about <laughs> well, personal life. <laughs> again, if you're, if you are talking about a relationship that is based on trust. But again, everyone has yeah, every different boundaries. I'm going right? to have trouble with times. those limits. The, the most important thing is for you yourself to be clear and to state your boundaries if you feel like you have to. You know what I mean? Beforehand. I, I know, but sometimes people trespass. Right. You shouldn't have to because people should always respect and, and ask permission, right? It's so complicated, but th there are a lot of lines. <laughs> How about we'll do that another episode? How about we'll we drop about, that? And yeah. Only because it's just, where do we start? Exactly. Honestly, there is something to the fact that that holds a lot of these things. It's the ultimate physical boundary. It's yes. It's the ultimate and emotional. emotional boundary. Yeah. Also intellectual at times. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's so many mm -hmm. boundaries that are involved in that. It all depends yeah. and we're going to have yeah. to separate it. Let's yeah. talk about boundaries in a, a relationship where it, it has just started. Mm -hmm. Right. Let's talk about boundaries in a relationship where there is an absolute trust and how do you navigate sexually mm -hmm. in that relationship. Yeah. And then we jump from people to people and people have different boundaries and then... And it's people bring common. their own little, you know, their baggage and then we're going into yeah. taboos and not taboos. Yeah. And so, oh you know, this God. is... It's yes. super complicated. Yeah. Yeah. I think that in general, let's say this about boundaries and, and sexual boundaries. Let's just say in relationships where it has to be based on truth and respect and consideration for the other person, especially when the couple hasn't gotten to a place where they are... Where they know the language. You create yes. a language. You create a language. You know, and if you don't know the language yet, you have to learn it. So... That's what so it is. So no matter what you have to talk Communication. about. Communication. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think that with boundaries in general, yeah. I think what we're saying is they're good, but at the same time, we have to understand where they're there. And it's all about empathy at the end of the day. Yes. You have it really to be is empathetic. all about empathy. And sometimes that empathy is about like, I need to understand why you created that boundary. But in order to do that, it requires a level of discomfort that people aren't always open to dealing with. Mm -hmm. And that discomfort is important to respecting that boundary and occasionally, when necessary, removing it. Meaning, some we don't want walls between each other all the time. Sometimes they're necessary and sometimes we need them and sometimes you need to be like, go away. You know what I mean? Lots of little paradoxes in this boundary conversation. And we said we were going to have more or another podcast on communication because when you really... The more you know someone, the more intimate you are in that relationship, being your husband, your mm. wife, your daughter, your son, your son-in-law, the more you know them, the more you know, ah, oh, they're not going to like me to do this. I'm not going to do this. Exactly. So, you know, uh, they'll like this. 
and and that is i guess that's the game that's the dance you know getting to know each other it's all about balancing all the elements which is what our next podcast is going to be about people it's going to be about balance Work-life balance, life-life balance, kids-something balance, everything kind of balance. My is mom thinks it's thing? Is there a such a thing as total balance? We don't know. We're going to find out <laughs> on the next podcast of Never the Empty Nest. So we'll hear you around. That's what I'm, I'm taking to see. We'll hear you around later. What? Please save I'll me. Say ciao. 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 Next time. <laughs> ciao. Hang in there. Ciao. Hang in there, guys. Success, she says, all the great things ahead. I'll be here when it's time to see you again. And if you fall, she says, if someone breaks your heart, I'll mend your wounds in this nest of ours till you're ready to depart.